Welcome to Awakened to Grace. Today is part three of our study of the two witnesses found in Revelation chapter 11. Now, if you have been following along with us, you'll remember that in part one, which was chapter 10, we talked about how God declared there'll be no more delay. Friends, at this point in what is called the seven-year tribulation period, Repentance is over. There is no more grace, no more opportunity for repentance. The kingdom of this world is becoming the kingdom of our God in this point of our study. Well, we have invested many weeks walking through the book of Revelation, and today as we come to chapter 11, we're talking about the two witnesses, we're talking about the Ark of the Covenant that is found in heaven, and we're also talking about prodigals, and I hope you'll stay with us through the end of today's episode as uh, myself and one of my assistants, Pastor Caleb, as we pray for the prodigals that's in our life. If you're a parent, a grandparent, if you have children, grandchildren away from the Lord, if your husband or wife or your mother or father or friends or coworkers, people that you know and that you love are away from the Lord, then I hope you'll hang out for the end of this episode, and I hope that you will join your praying with ours that God is going to save a multitude of prodigals in these last days. And if you have prodigals in your life that you would like me to pray for, we're going to be praying for prodigals ongoing. We always have. We always have special times of praying for prodigals. Send me an email. Tell me who the prodigals are that I can join you in praying for. My email address is PastorChadRoberts at gmail.com. All lowercase, simply my name, PastorChadRoberts at gmail.com. Let's get to today's teaching on Awakened to Grace. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies watched them. <laughs> now, come on now. Those of us who are students of the Bible, what's that phrase, come up here? We've learned it through the whole series. Oh, I'm so pleased. Amen. Oh, give yourselves a hand. I love it. I love it. Harpazzo. Harpazzo. Oh, I want a t-shirt that says Harpazzo. We could do a t-shirt line that says, it's Greek to me. (laughs) Greek to me apparel. Harpazo. What does it mean? It's the verb. Come up here. It's where we get our word. Rapture. And what happens to these two witnesses? They're raptured into heaven. They'll go up on a cloud And their enemies will watch them. Oh, the power of God in the last days. Amen. Amen. And remember, now see, remember where we are in the book. There's 42 months left of human history. Remember where we are. What is the mystery of God? The mystery of God is sin on the earth. Satan loosed on the earth. And the mystery of God is about to be fulfilled. 
What is no longer delayed? Do you remember? Do you remember the souls under the altar of God? In the sealed judgments, those who were martyred for Christ. And what were they crying out in Revelation 5? What are they crying out? Oh God, when will your vengeance come? And what did God say? Wait a little bit longer. And where are we? There's no more delay. The 144,000 have preached the gospel. The seals have come. The trumpets have come. And now there's no more grace. There's no more repentance. There's no more delay. And now the kingdom of God is coming to this earth. And what does that mean? Every right will be, every wrong will be made right. Continue, Caleb. This is verse 13. And at that hour, there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. 7,000 people were killed in the earthquake, and the rest were terrified. And gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe has passed. Behold, the third woe is soon to come. So let me just address something very quickly here. Because some people get a little tripped up here. Why does, why does chapter 9 say that people will try to kill themselves? The, the, death will flee. And people won't be able to die. But yet, two chapters later, 7,000 died in an earthquake. Remember when it says that people will try to kill themselves and they will not be able to. We covered that last week. Does that mean people will shoot themselves and they won't die? They'll throw themselves from buildings and they won't die. I mean, it would be horrific. That is a certain trumpet judgment. And the Bible tells us the length of that period. Five months. Some people, I believe, erroneously believe that people won't be able to be killed during the tribulation period. But no, right here, 7,000 die in this one earthquake. There's going to be enormous death during the tribulation. But why? There's only that five-month period. And what did we say today? Enoch is a picture of the church. He was raptured before the flood, before Noah's flood came to judgment. And what did we say last week? How long was the flood? Five months. Very interesting. Continue, please. Verse 15. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was. For you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came. And the time for the dead to be judged. And for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints. And those who fear your name, both small and great. And for destroying the destroyers Hmm. of the earth. Listen to that. For destroying the destroyers of the earth. Wow. Now, again, church... Let's be students of the word. Who are the 24 elders? It is the church. It's us. It's those believers from the day of Pentecost to the harpazo, to the catching away, to the rapture of the church. That is the church of Jesus Christ. Who are the believers who are saved during the tribulation? Those are called tribulation saints. 
Chapter 6, there'll be a number which no man could number. But why did John not recognize the tribulation saints? It's because it's not the church. Who are the 24 elders? It's the blood-bought church. And here's why it's so important to me that you know this. Because what Caleb just read, when the 24 elders fall on their face before God, do you know who it's speaking of? Us. When it said, blessed is the Lord who was and is, who says that? Us. When we worship the Lord God Almighty, friends, it is us around the throne of God, worshiping. What a day. What a day that's going to be. Hallelujah. Continue, please. And the final verse, Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and the Ark of the Covenant was seen within His temple. There were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and heavy hail. So remember what we said in the beginning of our study. You'll never exhaust the number seven in the book. It, it is throughout the entire, every time, you, just, you can build list upon list upon list of sevens. And then you can also find there are multiple sets of sevens and it all equals out to seven. Seven is God's favorite number. When the temple in heaven opens, this is the seven, this is one of seven doors opening in the book. Now, you know, archaeologists always search for the Ark of the Covenant, don't they? They've never been able to find it. Maybe they will. For me, it doesn't matter. I have no interest. It doesn't matter whether they find it or not. The Ark of the Covenant, see, this is what I want you to see. The Ark of the Covenant that God had Moses build was simply a replica. The real Ark is in heaven. Amen. It was a replica upon the earth that God chose to dwell and bless. But the real, as we would say, the real McCoy is safe in the presence of the Lord. Amen. So what is the purpose of what we've read today? What's the purpose of what we've studied? Friends, there's going to be a day that God declares there's no more delay. This precious little girl in Rogersville that is missing. Friends, there's going to be a day that every wrong will be made right. Every murder, every rape, every molestation, every theft, every lie, every betrayal. Friends, there's going to be a day that God reckons it all. And maybe today in your own life, you can't make sense of why God has allowed, though it would seem, certain things to happen. Maybe you've been abused. Maybe you've been neglected, forsaken, abandoned. Maybe people have done very evil and wicked things to you. My precious friend, 
there'll be a day that God settles all accounts. Are you right with God today? Are you among the church today? Or would you be an earth dweller? What category are you in? Would you be among those that dwell on the earth that will experience the wrath of God? And as I've said through this study, my friends, this is a short period of judgment. This is not even hell. This is not even the lake of fire. Will your adultery send you to hell? Will your sexual immorality bring God's judgment on you? Will your lying? Will your theft? Will your hatred and unforgiveness? Will that bring the wrath of God on you? But yet, precious friend, the gospel is that Jesus absorbed your wrath. The gospel is that the wrath of God for your sin was poured upon the Lamb of God. And He absorbed it. So the question today is this. Have you come to Jesus? Have you repented of your sins? Or are you like those who dwell on the earth and they would not repent as we saw last week? Is your heart hardened before God? Or is God knocking? Is God knocking? Oh, if God is convicting you, what a precious gift you have. If God is dealing with you, don't don't turn away. Don't say no because it's precious. It's precious. Today, you should say yes to the Lordship of Jesus. You should forsake your sins. You should turn and run from them and run straight to Jesus. You've been playing church. You've been messing around with the world. You live one way in here. You live another way out there. Your life is rampant with sin. Friends, today is the day to repent. Because I'm telling you, there is a day coming soon that a trumpet is going to sound. And we who are alive and remain, we shall be called up. Harpazo. And we shall forever be with the Lord. But what about you? Are you in that number? Are you in the saved? Are you in the redeemed? Are you born again? What a tragedy of tragedies to have access to the Bible, to sit in church, and to die in your sins. Where is your sin today? Is it in the blood of Jesus? Have you washed your robes in the blood of the Lamb? Or is your sin on your own head today? 
Is it rampant in your life? Is it unforgiven? Are you unrepentant? Right now, I want you to pray with me right now. If God's dealing with your heart, if you want to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, if you want to heed the warnings of God, if you want Him to save your life and change you, if you want to make Him Lord of every decision of your life, I want you to pray with me right now, this very moment. Don't let pride, don't let doubt, don't let other people, don't let arrogance... Don't let anything keep you from praying with me right now. I want you to pray right now, Lord Jesus Christ. Pray it right now in your heart, Lord Jesus Christ. I confess my sins. I am a sinner. And I need a Savior. Rescue me today. Forgive my sin today and save me for all eternity. And I will follow you all the days of my life. Accept me today in your beloved. In Jesus' name. Everybody with your head bowed, your eyes closed. Those of you that have prodigals. Those of you who have loved ones that you're praying for right now. Caleb, I want you to lead us in a prayer for prodigals. I want you to join your faith right now. I want, listen, this is what I'm asking God for. From now through August the 8th and then 40 days from August the 8th to September the 19th. I'm asking God to birth a burden in our souls like we've never carried before. I'm talking a burden that will take our sleep. I'm talking a burden that will take our appetites. I'm talking about a burden that will cause us to weep before the Lord Jesus for the souls of men and women, for the souls of students, for the souls of boys and girls, and that we will see a harvest of souls like we have never seen in Jesus' name. As Caleb prays, I want you to ask God right now, put in my heart a burden for people, God. Put specific people in my heart and teach me, God, how to pray. Teach me how to intercede. Teach me how to fast. Teach me how to tarry. Teach me how to wait before the Lord and trust you for their salvation. Lead us, Caleb. As I lead this prayer, I I invite you and I encourage you to lift up your voices with me as we pray. The the Bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. And if we're going to speak life to our, our brothers and our sisters, our sons and our daughters, our mothers and our fathers, that we must speak that out. So I invite you to pray out loud with me. Don't sit there in silence. Pray with me. If you wish to raise your hands, raise your hands. If you want to come to this altar, you come to this altar, and our altar team will pray with you. Yes. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for our families, our loved ones, Lord. They are a blessing, God, every last one of them. Our brothers, our sisters, Lord, our sons and our daughters, Lord, you gifted them to us, Lord. And we thank you so much for them, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for the heart that you've given. 
given us for our loved ones, Lord. We thank you so much for blessing us with your spirit, Lord, so we can have a heart that is burdened for our loved ones, God. And God, many of us here, we have family, we have friends that do not know you. And Lord, it scares us, it hurts us, it breaks our hearts to see them walking down that path of destruction so blindly. But Lord Jesus, we believe in a God who is not restricted by the word impossible. We believe in a God who will never run out of miracles. We believe in a God who loves those whom he calls son and daughter, Lord. So, Holy Spirit, we ask you, go after our loved ones right now. In this moment, Lord, may our brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and sons and daughters, Lord, may they all feel the love of God in their hearts right now, Lord. Holy Spirit, go after every last one of them, Lord. Every last one of them, Lord. Go after them all. We don't believe in too far gone, Lord. It's not too late for them just yet, Lord. But we know that the clock is ticking, that time is running out. The time of your return is coming, Lord Jesus. Lord, may when the day comes that we stand before your throne, singing a new song and worshiping you, Lord Jesus, may we see our loved ones right next to us, Lord, with their voices raised with us, worshiping you, Jesus, Lord. Lord, we don't wish to lose them. And Lord, you wish them not to be lost. So Holy Spirit, go after them. And Lord, put a burden in each of our hearts to pray for them without ceasing. Teach us to not give up on them, Lord. Teach us to show them who you are in whatever way necessary, Lord. Show us how to love like you. Show us how to serve the way you did, Lord. Give us the right words to say. All those nights where we're so scared for them, Lord, that we don't even know what to say. Teach us how to pray, Lord. Lord, may, may hearts of stone be made into hearts of flesh. May scales fall from their eyes. May pride be shattered. May hatred be cast out. Convict them, Lord. Bring them to your altar, Lord. And let us see those miracles, Lord. Let us see those salvations, Lord. For you long to hold them within your arms, Lord. We know that is your will, God, to hold them within your arms as your children, Lord. God, give us those evangelistic hearts that seek to see all around us join us in heaven, Lord. We thank you so much, Jesus. And we praise you. And we worship you. And we bless your holy name, Lord. And we thank you so much, God, for loving our loved ones enough to die for them, Lord. Even now, as they sin and rebel against you, 
you loved them enough to lay your life down for them, Jesus. God, you loved them enough to knit them in their mother's wombs. Thank you, God, for those blessings. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, move within our families. And when we see those salvations, Lord, when we see our loved ones on their knees with tears in their eyes, surrendering their hearts to you, Lord, we will keep ourselves off of the stage, Lord, and we will give all glory to you, God. The glory is yours, Lord Jesus. We worship your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray these things. Amen.